Hello and welcome to Zack Attack. We're never going to be better than this. This is episode 39, Gold, from 2022. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe, too. Joe, we are starting the year off right with new Zeph. This is available sporadically around the world. This is an Australian release, an Australian movie. We were able to get a hands-on an early copy, which is nice. We are here talking new Zeph in 22. Dude, yeah, we are. I don't want to say we were right, but I kind of feel like we were right. In what regard? That it kind of feels like this is his Robert Pattinson-style pivot, doesn't it? So there is an interesting thing. There's a movie that I've mentioned before, maybe in Letterboxd games on this show or on Too Fast, Too Forever, which, by the way, if you're still listening to this show, go listen to Too Fast, Too Forever. I don't know how many times we need to say it. It's the same show. It's just about different movies. Just go listen to that. I promise you don't have to like the Fast and Furious movies. It'll help. Go listen to that. Yeah. But there's a movie called The Rover. Which the guy, so this movie is about two dudes who find a gigantic nugget of gold in the middle of the Australian desert. In the ground, And they try yeah. to dig it up, right? And that's basically, and there's more, we'll talk about that. But the dude who's not Zac Efron is the guy who co-wrote and directed this movie. This guy, Matthew Hayes. Okay? Okay. He is also in, I want to say it's Matthew Hayes, or Anthony Hayes, Anthony Hayes, sorry. Anthony Hayes. He's also in The Rover, which is another post-apocalyptic Australian outback movie starring Robert Pattinson. Oh, very, very So not only is this his Robert Pattinson turn of sorts, but, like, he's literally doing, like, he's not the star star, he's, like, the second or third star, like, but it's Guy Pearce and Robert Pattinson, and... Arpats plays like a kind of a mentally challenged slower kid and he sings there's a scene in that movie where he sings pretty girl pretty girl rock pretty boy rock what's that song it sounds familiar but i don't remember it pretty girl rock by carrie hilson where he sings that in the car and i'm just like oh yeah okay this kid's he's got something so okay it's out there the rover is good and worth seeing gold it's just reminiscent i was just like it's weird that they're so similar in sort of tone and then the director was also in that one and also now you bring up our pat so it's all coming full circle it is it that's yeah so the the intro before we talk about the movie we have like the sort of intro segment which we don't really have a break i think we took a break maybe in scoob because we didn't remember what we were doing there's no real break but we don't have uh, any email today but if you want to email us zach attack at cageclub.me i thought what we could do joe is go through his upcoming movies because there's four things on imdb that he's listed in that are not out yet two of them maybe three of them we'll see this year so it could be a big year for zeph if we're getting one in january already that's kind of cool because well you know we were saying like he wasn't really working but he was doing the netflix show and stuff like that and it kind of felt like he was doing whatever he wants but this is cool hopefully we do get like a bunch of zeph this year maybe he was working on projects and like COVID kind of stopped it and they're all kind of coming out now or something. So this one in particular, I think, was just like a spur of the moment. Like the what I saw is that he signed on to do gold in November 2020. So a little over a year ago. Right. And then it started shooting that same month. So it's kind of like a, hey, let's go do this. He's like, fuck it. I got nowhere else to be. Let's go to Australia where there's like basically no COVID. Right. Because it was like one of the first places like the southern part of Australia was one of the first places in the world where like movies started getting shot again. Because like they're like, we figured this out. Like we know how to do it. It's safe here. Let's do this. And so and. I mean, this isn't, like, a gigantic cast. I'm sure they didn't need a ton of, like... There's obviously a million people that, like, work on a movie, but, like, this feels like it was kind of a small production, right? 
Yes. And also you think about like, I know it's not like a huge difference, but like if there's only like 10 people on set and like your other actor is also the director, like that's just one fewer person, right? So it's just like, yeah. they're even cutting things down. So, okay. Also coming out this year, according to IMDb, completed is Firestarter, which is based on a Stephen King novel. Cool. So this, he's in that. A young girl tries to understand how she mysteriously gained the power to set things on fire with her mind. Okay. So I don't really know the writer or the director of that, but he is in that. That's completed. Okay. Then there's one we've talked about in here before, for sure. The Greatest Beer Run Ever, which is in post-production. A man's story of leaving New York in 1967 to bring beer to his childhood buddies in the Army while they're fighting in Vietnam. This I, is made uh... by one of the Farrelly brothers, so who made Dumb and Dumber and stuff. And okay, one okay. Of them... I got really nervous that that was going to be, like, a, a really sad movie. Like, it could, it could have went Seth Rogen, or it could have went dead ghost brother really quick based on that premise so what is interesting though is i was directed by peter farrelly who is best known for you know dumb and dumber and there's something about mary and blah 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 but they also made green book right so like oh fuck i forgot yeah but also in this cast with him is bill murray and russell crowe so i think it's going to be a, a fun goofy movie so yeah not, i think it'll be good not as tonally deep as yeah. it could but like you you get what i'm saying right with the premise yes it's like, for sure for sure it could have easily been like oh man this is you know, very deep. Yeah, no, I think, I think, yeah, the, the, especially with the title like that, it's like, it's probably gonna be goofy, but it's like, oh, if this is like, you know, his his brother is dying yep. and he needs to do one last, it's just like, yeah, okay, I guess that title also tracks there. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think it's just straight up comedy. So I, I think, think that so should be too. good. There's no date on that, but it's in post-production, so assuming this year. Then there's also the Three Men and a Baby remake, where he is literally oh, the right. only person so this is supposedly coming out this year, but he's the only actor in IMDb, so I don't think we're going to see that this year. But hey, it's got a 22 date on it, so maybe. Maybe. And then Killing Zach Efron, which is a TV series where it's an adventure series where he stars and executive produces, where the actor ventures, quote, deep into the jungles of a remote, dangerous island to carve his own name in expedition history, which realistically sounds kind of like this movie and also a little bit like Down to Earth, like that Netflix show, right? So like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is his, like, manly man, live off the earth kind of era. But it, but it kind of is what he was doing in real life, too, because like we said with the show, like he seemed like he just wanted to be an outdoorsman. When I was watching this movie, that's what I thought a lot. I was like, oh, he must have really enjoyed this. Get to go to Australia, get to dick around in the middle of nowhere. Like, that seems very what Zeph wants to do. So, perfect. We can talk about that, because that's all I have. I mean, unless you, have you seen any Zac Efron news? And not that we're really looking for, yeah. we're mostly looking for Fast and Furious things, but have you seen anything, like, either that he's up to or that he's doing or anybody, is he dating anybody? I don't know. I mean, I Who thought he was... Zac Efron dating? 25-year-old model Vanessa Valadares. Good for him. Okay. Congrats. Also, yeah, also a Vanessa, so. Oh, yeah, that's you know. true, yeah. You know. He, he has a type. Yeah. No, I haven't seen any Zeph news because I felt like he's been laying low. Like when you, when you told me that this movie was, you know, coming out or like we could watch it, I was like, I didn't even know that he had this movie coming out. I hadn't heard anything about it. Nothing, right? So yeah. Oh, I do remember. So on Who Weekly, which is a pop culture podcast that I listened yes. to, I talked about on Too Fast. He did date like a normal girl for a while, and then like they broke up. But like she's kind of now. Not a famous, but she like people know her because she dated Zac Efron. Which is like, oh yeah, she was the normal girl. Like and by normal, I mean like just not a celebrity. She was just like a, like a civilian. But like she kind of became a sort of celebrity because she dated him. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but. you become like a D list kind of thing, and like, but it doesn't seem like the girl that he would be going after right now. Even if they're like models, don't 
he's he like wants to be outdoorsy and shit, right? So I'm sure that he's yeah. like met this girl hiking or something. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. kind of that kind of thing. So. And it's weird to look through this because I'm looking at like who is Zac Efron dating images and like apparently he dated Michelle Rodriguez at some point. So I think I, re- oh. I think we probably knew that maybe, but obviously Vanessa Hudgens, maybe is Michelle Rodriguez Dario? way older than him. I don't know. Hold at least on, a let's find bit, out. Right? Let's go Us Weekly. Lily Collins at some point. Michelle Rodriguez, Efron had a short-lived fling with a Fast and Furious actress in the summer of 2014 when they were spotted packing on the PDA in Ibiza, Spain. That August, multiple sources confirmed to us that the pair had split. Michelle's going to do her own thing. Zach knew this about her when he got with her, a source said. He's very into her, though, and perhaps more than she's into him. Whoa. I think if they were both in Ibiza, it was a... Just like a party thing? Yeah, it was a combination of chance and two hot famous people there at the same time you know how we always like say like of course you know yeah it happens i get it how old are they though so zach i I think he is i think he's my age or maybe a year older he is older than me by two months so he's 34 he'll be 35 this year and yeah michelle rodriguez will be 44 this year so yeah nine years older see that's what i was saying i i felt because i mean fast and the furious came out and he wasn't even in high school musical yet right like yeah Correct. So, so, yeah, nine years yeah. apart. I think they were just having fun in Ibiza, man. That's what happens, yeah. you know? Watching Grimes do her boiler room sex. I'm assuming she's always doing that in Ibiza. So. <laughs> yeah, she... <laughs> Just on loop residency there. Yeah, it's like it's like when you go to like one of these restaurants named after a movie, like Mystic Pizza or something, and it's like on play. Like Grimes is just constantly out. Like when you get off in the airport, it's just Grimes playing her boiler room set just on loop. I expect nothing less. Actually, so I told you there's like a lobster roll place opening up in my town. It's called oh, like cool. Mystic Company. Okay. But like I haven't been in there yet, but like it just looks like a convenience store from the outside. So like I don't. There, there's a chance this lobster roll store in my town doesn't even sell lobster rolls because. Like, it might, it should, it's in the name, but if it's just like, yeah, it's a convenience store, it's like, okay, but like, what? so I need to go in there, but like, it's Mystic, that's why, that's what triggered my memory, so oh. Mystic Company Lobster Roll. Maybe they're selling cold lobster rolls, too. Wait, so what do I want, butter, and do I want cold or hot? How do you like it? Because I don't want the mayo, I want butter. Yeah, based. that's hot lobster rolls, and that's Connecticut style, and it's not available everywhere, so. But if it's Mystic, that, that sort of bodes well for Connecticut style, right? Yeah, I've, I would assume so. Yeah. Mystic Lobster Roll Company. There's one in Tom's River. Looks pretty good. I don't know. I, I will go and report back on Too Please. Fast because who knows? You know, because we'll do another Too Fast before we do another Zach Attack. I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, very, very true. Two men and a baby. So this is, I guess, Zeph's first COVID movie, right? Like Scoob came out before. Uh, Scoob came out during COVID, but like... I think they were probably doing that way in advance of COVID, right? So this is his first, yeah, and this yeah, is yeah. truly a COVID movie, like we were saying before. Plus, no one around; it's just him in the him in the wilderness. Yeah. Plus, like Scoob, you know, animated voiceover stuff. Like you could, he could have done that from his house. We don't really know how it worked. Yeah. I'm assuming not because of like how long it takes to do that stuff, but at the same time, possibly, right? So now Zeph does not have a name in this movie. Do you know his name? Because his name is listed on IMDb. Do you want to guess his name? Uh. F- it's two syllables. Kiernan. No, think old-timer. Old Thomas. I think maybe right era. I don't know if that's going to be any helpful, but no. we More obscure, but same era. One more guess. Ernest. Virgil. Virg- I was, Ernest was close, honestly. It's not bad. It's yeah. not bad. And I feel like it's the same era as Thomas. And then the guy he's talking to, one syllable, very Australian name, I would say. Buck. No, but 
one of the sounds, one of the main sounds in Buck is also one of the main sounds in this bow. Uh, other sound. The k sound. Tuck? I don't know. What is it? Keith. Keith? Okay. Yeah. And Keith is that you said he's the producer and the director? He's the co-writer and the director, okay. Anthony Hayes. Yeah. So he's best known for War Machine, which is a Brad Pitt movie that came out on Netflix a couple years ago. The Light Between Oceans, which is like a Fassbender, what's her name, Alicia Vikander movie. The Slap, Look Both Ways, The Boys. But he also was in Paradise Beach, which is like a very long-running Australian soap opera. Oh, so cool. Nice. He's been around. Everybody in this movie, I think, except for Zeph, is Australian. It's like the woman that he talks to is Australian. This dude's Australian. I think everyone is just like, this is an Australian production, plus Zeph. So, cool. The premise of this movie is that they he meets up with this dude, and they're just in the wilderness, kind of, and he goes out and pees, and he pees on a gigantic gold nugget, right? Like, Yeah, yeah so, well, it starts out, he's trying to go to a commune, I think. Yeah. Is yes. that what he called? What do they call it? It's not the commune, it's the... It's like a name for a town. What is it? But it kind of sounds like commune. What does he keep saying, Joey? Outpost? I don't know. No, I not an that. outpost. It's like the the civil, the, not the civilization. He's, I don't know. He's going to like some kind of fucking, con- it, it sounds like he's trying to join a cult, essentially, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because this is also sometime, someplace, not far from now. So I don't know if this is like a COVID, like worst case, like viral or something or war or whatever, but like there's nothing out there. It's just like, this is like people scavenging for themselves, basically. Yeah. Exactly. And I was wondering, so he goes out and pees, and he pees on this gigantic gold nugget, and the guy's like, oh, shit, like, if it burns black, it ain't gold, and he burns in, and he's like, that's fucking gold. They get they get really excited. So I got two questions for you. Number one, what if everything Zac Efron peed on turned to gold? How would the world be different, do you think? It's like gold dust? I guess. I, I have no... <laughs> I think everything that Zac Efron pees on now does turn to gold. Have you ever seen him pee on something? It's, so it's like the Midas touch with his urine? Yeah, exactly. I I'm mean, that's it. why they call it a golden shower. I'm not into it, but I'm into it. I'm into <laughs> the idea. I'm not into it. I'm into the idea. But the number two, my other question is, in a post-apocalyptic world, does gold have any value? Like, gold always has value. And as I was watching this, that's a, that's a thought that I had. You know, like like gold mania, like, you know, when these guys get around gold, it becomes very easy to kill someone, right? Like, this has happened for forever, right? You know, I spent, what, like, last summer, so much of it watching fucking Gold Rush, the show about... Oh, right, yes. You are you are, you are in two ways specifically tuned into this movie. Yeah, I am. And it's weird, like, even me watching these kind of movies, I sit there thinking, like, yeah, I would have definitely just killed that guy and just drove the car home. And then, like, I'm like, what, what? Like, that's never a thought that crosses my mind. But, like, when I see, like, a big giant rock of gold, I was like, yeah, I could probably do a murder about this. Well, and you know, spoiler for the end of the movie, like, that's kind of what happens. Like, it's a very slow murder, but, like, you know, yes, everyone's out for themselves. But, like you're saying, gold always has value, especially okay. in a post-apocalyptic world, because if there is no fiat currency, like... Like, if, if governments shut down, whatever, what are you going to use to show value? Bitcoin, baby. Dogecoin, yeah, okay. baby. Yeah, but, okay, so then there's no there's no electricity, right? Ah, shit. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like the I internet guess. shut down or whatever, right? Like, somebody cut some cables. And, like, yeah. So gold is, like, the first and it's most— It's the gold standard. Like there's the, there's, it is that's the gold the, standard. The saying is the yep. saying for a reason, right? Like, this is, like, the basis by which we— base our economy right so exactly which we don't it's imaginary now but yeah yeah exactly at some point right yeah yeah 
So they're like, we need an excavator. And the guy's like, I'll stay here. You go get it. And Zeph's like, in very classic, because like, okay, the movie's not very original and it's not very, you know, it doesn't surprise you. But I think the the main reason to watch the movie, if you're, especially if you're listening to this podcast, is because Zeph gives a great performance. Yes. But like, from the jump, it's like, oh shit, we just found like a life changing amount of gold. And they're immediately like, I don't trust you. But they don't say that. But like, it's immediately just like, he oh, okay, so that's it. exactly what happens. He, he, overtly says it like he says maybe does yeah he's like look i want you to drive back because i don't trust you to stay here because he's like he's like zeph i want you to go get it because it's harsh out here i don't know that you can survive the guys and zeph's like well what if you go get it And i think like all along the guy wanted because he he probably knew that zeph was not going to survive because at the end we see him like watching zeph die spoilers yeah and so he who knows how long he was up on that hill and then he dies also so spoilers but I think I think that was his plan all along. Like I can go get like the excavator is like six hours away. I'll I'll be back tonight. It's just like let him dig it up, and then I'll just like reap the the benefit, reap reap what he sowed. Yeah, this is this is the only bad part of this movie for me. Is as we were watching it, Rachel was like, "He's gonna let him die out here and just come back when he dies and pick up the rock." And I was like, yep. "Oh yeah, that's exactly what he's about to do." There is the twist at the end though, where the other woman, because like there's a lot of this movie, it's like I don't know if this is a vision, a hallucination, or actually what's happening. And at the end, supposedly the other, there's this woman who comes up and Zeph kills her. We'll get back to that. And then maybe her sister shows up at the end, and then so probably she's the one who shoots and kills Keith. And then we don't see that. I don't think. And then the movie ends. It's just like oh. Okay, so, like, I think the Zeph death was inevitable, but the other death was kind of surprising, but also cool, because, like, he got what he deserved. It is, and I, I, I'm still hung up on the, like, is this a hallucination or not? I don't know. It all might be. No, I think, like, the first parts are, are supposed to be real. Because, like, so he's out in the middle of nowhere with yeah. basically no cover, no shade, very no water, little water. No food. Yeah. And he creates, like, this little lean-to near the gold, and he finds his crash plane, and he starts, like, sleeping in there a little bit. But That's like, that's the weird part, where, like, that's the part that I'm starting to be like, eh, is that real? Like, was the plane real? Yeah, it's almost like when he wakes up for the the first, the second, the first morning that he, like, the, after the first night he sleeps out there, I think from then on, it's just like, I don't know if any of this is real. Yes, I agree. Because, like, there's a scorpion that's just, like, hanging around. He's, like, talking to the scorpion. There's the woman who comes up. There's the other woman who comes up. There's the the sandstorm that he deals with. And it's just like, oh, like, this might all be real. And also, it might not be. And I think either way, not bad things are happening to him out there. Yeah, and it's captivating. It was cool to see Zeph command a movie that was only him for so much yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I think he did a really, really good job. Like, the acting was good. And that's hard. I think it's sometimes harder to do. He's not playing off anything, right? Like a scorpion or, like, a sandstorm. So, like, what do you, you know, there's nobody else there to talk to. So, yeah, I was I was fascinated by it. There's also a lot of things that happen in this movie that I don't think we've ever seen in a Zac Efron movie before. He takes a shit in this movie. Um, like uh, yeah. he's taking like a squat shit and he has like the, the phone starts ringing. So he like waddles over there and doesn't get there in time. He's not shirtless in this movie. And I don't think he cries. I mean, he basically, I, I don't think he has enough water in his body to cry. Yeah. Yeah. He gets very, very dehydrated. So there's no like real tears or anything weird like that. It's, 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 it's weird. He needs one of those dune still suits that like recycles all of his bodily fluids oh, into like drinkable water. That sounds fun. That sounds really fun. I like that. And then, like, in Dune, where, like, they spit, and she's like, oh, my God, that's such a sign of honor. 
like you you wasted your water on me like that like thank you yeah true so so i was trying to think have we seen him pee before because he pees and finds a nugget like we know if you'll remember nicole kidman pees on him in the paper boy when he gets stung by a jellyfish but oh, have we seen true. zeph pee? there's also I was, I was trying to think i'm like we might have seen all of these 10 times but like i haven't really thought about a lot of these movies in a while so we i don't remember but like have we seen him pee we've i don't think we've ever seen him shit so that's no a, that's a, but have we seen him pee and it's funny because now that you say that like maybe neighbors or something yeah, maybe like in a gross-out thing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. But when I saw him pee, I was like, I don't think we've ever seen Zeph pee before. I thought the, the same thing. The other thing, the other thing, have we seen him die before? Ooh. I don't think so. Did he die in the paper boy? I don't remember how that movie ends. Like I feel like he had to die in one of these like Ghost Brother ones, right? Like probably like in one of those like oh by the way, I was on the phone with a woman named Nancy Meyer today. I'm like, "Oh, like the director." She's like, "Who?" I was like, "How do you not know Nancy Meyer's?" Stephanie like, I don't Myers? Know that is. Not Stephanie Meyer, but like Nancy Meyer, like it's complicated. Nancy Meyer's like it's complicated. What women want, like all these like huge movies, like wildly successful. And this is like an older woman I was talking to. I'm like, you don't know Nancy Myers? She's like, no. But I guess I have a twin now. I'm like, okay. But no, it's weird that you like wouldn't know that. I mean, like I get that that's like a kind of more common, simple name. But at the same time, like you wouldn't have been like, oh, like that direct, you know, like you Googled yourself once or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Or like someone in your like, I don't know, I, I was on the phone in your 50 years of life or whatever was like, oh, hey, you know, Nancy Myers, like that's happened. That's had to have happened. She's like, no, like she was no idea. I'm like, OK. Yeah, weird. So, yeah, in one of those kind of movies that are targeted toward the female demographic, yes. uh, Zeph would probably it's it's likely that he would have died. Like, you know, Ghost Brothers Franco died. Right. But yeah, I feel I like don't know. maybe the one with like, um. With what's her name from Orange is the New Black? Wasn't she in one? Yeah, the lucky one. The lucky one. Didn't that feel like he dies in that? Movies where Zach Efron dies. Oh, well, Ted Bundy gets electrocuted. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, we got one. Does he die in Charlie St. Cloud? That's Ghost Brother. Yeah, I don't know about that no, one. No, no, no. He sets off the sail around the world with the with Silicon Valley girl, Amanda Crew. That's right, that's right. Logan, nope. He celebrates the, the young girl's birthday in the lucky one. Man, he might not have died other than in in, in Zeph Bundy. He be... almost died in real life while filming that Netflix show. Oh, he did? What did he do that he came down with died a in form it? of typhoid or similar bacterial infection? Weird. And he was flown to Brisbane, Australia from Papua New Guinea on a life or death flight with the assistance of medical professionals. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so so, I mean, the Zeph Bundy one, I think it's a little bit different because, like, we know how that story ends. Like, we know that Ted Bundy's no Spoilers. longer alive. Yeah. Yes. But this might be the first, like, scripted, actual, not based on true story death. Like, that's that's something. I didn't. Did you expect him to die? How did you expect this to end? Not well for him. Like, there's no way that, like, this movie, because this movie's also short. It's like 90 minutes, right? So, like. Yeah. And I was getting there and, like, I kept, like, looking at the clock, looking at the movie, looking at the clock, looking at the movie. And I was like, ah this is gonna wrap up real soon and it kind of ends up pretty abruptly but yeah the movie goes slowly but it also just like keeps on going because it's just like it's all kind of like the same sort of intensity in a way because it's just like oh everything's life or death but also like kind of nothing's happening yeah exactly i guess i expected him to die i guess i did not expect him to get torn apart by dogs no i did i that was not what i thought was gonna happen for Even though sure. the movie kind of sets that up. Yeah. Not but, what I thought was going to happen, though. 
Because I thought the dogs were there to like, oh, look, he's the same as the dogs, right? Because like the woman approaches, right? So, so he's explain. getting all. What do you mean? Go ahead, continue. So he finds a crash plane. He's getting all bit to hell by bugs. His face is covered in flies. He's talking to the scorpion. He's using the plane parts to try to excavate parts of the nugget. He's just like, I have one focus. I'm trying to get this nugget out of the ground. And I'm also, well, two. I'm also just trying not to die, right? It's just like, get the nugget yeah. out. Don't die. Sees a snake. Apparently, according to IMDb, the IMDb trivia for this is like there's a lot of it, and it all sort of sucks. The snake is a bandy bandy snake. It's a native to Australia snake. They're not deadly to humans, but are venomous to small animals. They often prey on other snakes. So I guess he was going to try to catch that and eat that. So, but he is too weak to catch it. It gets away from him. Okay. And then a woman approaches, right? And so yes. he hides the gold, and she's like, I'm going to go see what you're up to. And she's, he's like, fuck off. I told you, like, just take this. Get well, out of my well, way. She's being imposing and weird, and, like, you're also, it's, this is a, re- I was thinking about this as I'm watching this part. Like, how threatening would it be if you were, like, in the middle of the desert, and then someone else shows up? Right. Like, you know, we're around people all the time. You know, like, grocery stores, gas stations, whatever. It doesn't feel as threatening, but, like, if you were, like, in the middle of the woods and you just, like, ran up on someone else, have you ever had this, like, experience where you're, like, somewhere just, like, way alone and, like, yeah. you run it and you're, like, what the fuck are you doing here? And, like, it becomes very tense very quickly. Right. Which, again, she might not be real. Who knows? Like, his mind just might be going crazy, but, like, she does come up on him. Yeah. And it's aggressive because, again, what are the odds? But also, he's being weird. And he's, like... He is being he's, weird. He's being weird, for sure. I get it. Yeah. And we're, like, in his on his side because, number one, he's Zeph. Number two, he's the star of the movie. But, like, she's just like, I want to find out what you're up to. Because, like, you're being weird and, I, like, I, you know, opportunistic, whatever. And then he smashes her in the head with a shovel and yep. then buries her body. Twice. <laughs> yes. Well, because he buries her and the dogs dig it up. He's like, God, what? No, stop it. And then he, he drags her and buries her again. Right. But And then sets her on fire and buries yes. her again. Yeah. Viking, bury, Viking burial, kind of. Yeah. By the way, when watching I Know What You Did Last Summer with Bob... They were like, he, he's like, how do you plan a funeral? Because there's a character who has a funeral in that show. Like, how do you plan a funeral the day before? I'm like, maybe it'll be a Viking funeral. He's like, there's no way it's a Viking funeral. Fucking Viking funeral. I was like, this is rules. Like, they just, like, no way, her really? body out in the water. Yeah, and he just, like, shot an arrow. And, yeah, I was like, cool. I Very want a cool. Viking funeral. I Like, I don't, I, I think funerals are stupid, but Viking funeral sounds kind of fun. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, okay, so the dog thing, what I was saying before is that, after he smacks her, like, um, almost immediately after he smacks and kills her and, like, she's on the ground bleeding out. Yeah. He sees the dogs fighting. And, like, in my mind, like, I don't think dogs, like, it's like the dogs are, like, very aggressive and tearing at each other or whatever. So, like, they're a threat and he knows to be afraid of them. But I thought it was just, like, look at these creatures. They don't know any better. They're just out here for survival. He's doing the same thing they're doing. He saw a threat come up and he attacked her just like the dogs attacked each other. I'm like, I thought it was, like, a metaphor like that. Oh. I did not think... The dogs were actually literally going to kill him at the end, but that's what happens. Oh yeah, you see, you're you're such a deeper person. I was like, these dogs are fucking threatening. Like they're, they're oh, yeah. out there and they're just waiting for him to slip up so they can come eat his ass. Like yes, that's what, that's what I was thinking. About. But also, you know, I watch a lot more Planet Earth, right? So yeah, well, I mean, like it is it is a threat, and I think that even like the the guys like. Stay away from dogs. And, like, he's also, like, trying to, like, defend the weaker dogs or, like, they're eating, like, the dead dogs or whatever. Just, like, stop. Get out of here. Right? So. Yeah. I also do want to give this movie credit for, as the movie goes on, Zeph gets, keep like, he gets, like, sunbaked and sunburned to hell. And, like, his, the makeup is really good. And what they also do is that because his face is all, like, chapped and white and bloody and blistered, his blue eyes really pop. 
I I, no, I disagree. I thought in really? this movie they were very subdued based on the tonality of the coloring in this movie. That's I, true. I think that yes, in contrast, they do look bright, but compared to like if he was lit as if this was a beach movie, they're no no not even close. There was one shot where I was like, "Oh, look at those eyes. That's what's up." And then the rest of it, yeah, cuz the rest of it it's like it's all supposed to be sand and dirt and yeah it's it's like mad max like fury yep, road yep. but like without the pops of color it's just like like even the gold looks boring yeah. yeah 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 the gold looks subdued as well i agree yeah that's that's what i'm saying yeah the color tonal like tone of the color is just is wiped or just pressed it feels yeah. like it's it's not as vibrant but at the same time like if you tried to shoot that in natural light and didn't tone it like that it would just be completely washed out because it'd be so yeah, totally blown out. Yes, for yeah. sure. Uh, but there was one shot where I mean, I don't remember which shot it was, but there was like one where I'm just like, oh, there's those eyes. I got it. So like, yes, yeah, that's fair. you're not wrong. But also, there was one shot where I'm like, yeah, this is yes. Then there's the dust storm. So apparently, there actually was like a dust storm on set that they had to like navigate around at one point, which Ooh. seems terrifying. But in this dust storm in the movie, he gets impaled by a stick. I'm like, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something I didn't expect to happen, right? I was not, I was not ready for that. He gets impaled by this like not like huge stick, and then he like takes the stick out. And, like I feel like I know that you're in the like there's not like help that's gonna arrive, but like I, I mean, he cauterizes the wound, which we'll get to in a second. But like I feel like you don't take the stick out because like the stick is like not <sighs> supposed to be in there, but like it's keeping the things in place. Yeah, so like that sounds great in your head, and I was thinking this too, but I'm like, if I'm alone and like in excruciating pain, not knowing when this guy's getting back, I'm ripping that fucker out. Like, if I die or not, it'll feel better to be out than in. Did you see the movie Revenge, that French rape revenge thriller that I told you about, or maybe no. I, I probably told you about? It. I think I made a picture for Film Club. No, I saw I a Fantastic Fest. Okay. I won't spoil the the particulars, but there is an amazing cauterize the wound scene in that where I'm like, that's the fucking coolest thing I've ever seen in a movie. So this is not bad. This is cool because Zeph's doing it to himself, but like that one, even better. So check out Revenge if you want like very heavy, serious, pulpy action, whatever. But there's a cooler thing in that, but this is still pretty cool in this one. It was pretty cool, but... Yeah, when he pulled it out, and I was like, "Dude, you have no moisture in your body. Like, you're you you can't bleed here. You know, like right. it's a really bad idea." But then, as I was sitting there thinking about it, I was like, "I'd rip that fucker out too. Like, this is not gonna. I'm not sitting here in pain, like waiting for two days. Who knows? Yeah, waiting, basically waiting to die. Right? Because yeah, like, oh, this is gonna kill me. Right? So you're gonna die either way. So at that point, it's just like fucking do it. Right? Because then he wakes up from cauterizing himself, and the woman who he killed twice, essentially, right, or buried twice, burned, buried, whatever, yeah. is standing over him again. I'm like, is this, what is happening here? And then she's like, hold on. And then a scorpion crawls up and crawls into his wound, and I'm just like, is this, is any of this real? And I think by the way the movie ends, there we're probably led to believe that the woman is real. I don't know that the scorpion is real, but like, there's like, this is like the trippiest, and it's all, again, kind of the same. You think the but this woman is, the, is real, but not the scorpion? The scorpion that just go crawl up into his body? Oh, no, no, that was a hallucination. I don't yeah. think the second woman is real. I have questions that the first one is real. The second one's definitely part of the hallucinations. Well, she says, because the second woman's like, did you see my, or so you didn't see my sister. Yeah, exactly. I think she's real. Mm. The water bottle shows up, and she gives it to him, and then it's there. So do you think the first, there's two women, at most two women. So do you think the first woman was real? 
the one he kills. I do think that the first one is likely real. I okay. don't think that the second one is real. I think that that's part of the hallucinations because that's at the point where he rips the thing out. He is now, you know, um, cauterized the wound. He is, like, passed out, way dehydrated, everything. Just, like, I, I think that the, the first one might be. The second one's definitely not. Because I'm wondering when the second one says, so you didn't see my sister, like, I can see that he's hallucinating this woman that he killed, that she's haunting him in a way. But I feel like that would be a very kind of strange level-headedness rationalization that his brain would do to be like, to, to put words into her mouth. You know what I mean? Like, so he's not only seeing her, which would be scary enough, but like to hear her say things, it's just like, I don't feel like the brain is with it enough at that point to be like, oh, why would she be here? Oh, it's her identical sister. Like, maybe. I don't know. But it just seems like that's, like, maybe a break. Like, I'm I'm more inclined to think that she's also real, but also, I don't know. I, I think, for sure, the first woman is more real. I think they might both be real. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, she says, like, it's my twins. The only thing that leads me to believe that maybe is that, like, she gives him a drink of that water, and then I remember at one point he, like, gets up to, like, yell at her, and the water bottle is there. It still exists, and, like, I think that, like, if you were hallucinating this and you're showing that as a any type of filmmaker, that, like, this stuff kind of gets lost, right? It gets more wispy. Yeah. Like, you won't leave, leave tangible objects. Like, you could have her come up, give him a drink of water from her bottle, but then the bottle disappears. Not like it's, like, sitting there on the ground next to him, right? Right, That yes. he didn't have. I don't know. But then, you know, this is the beginning of the end for Zeph because then the dogs start to circle. The well, dogs there was like a bunch him. of – this is where I thought it was going to get really strange. I thought there was going to be like a like a weird seance or something because she like lit – I think she did – lit like a bunch of – like six fires in a circle around him. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is this going to get like really supernatural? And then I'm like looking at the clock. I'm like looking at the movie. I'm like, this is a really weird place to be at with like what I'm – like we have to be approaching the very end of the movie here. And I'm like, are they going to explain this? And then like the dogs start approaching. Dogs bite him. He tries to fight them off. And then he eventually just sort of concedes. Succumbs. Yeah. yeah, succumbs. And then we this one we zoom out. We see that is man number two, Keith, the director of the movie – is watching him. He goes down there. He's like, cool, man. Thanks for, you know, taking one for the team, digging up this this nugget. Maybe there was never an excavator, right? Maybe it was just like, I need you to like manually do the manual labor. Takes an arrow to the chest, to the heart. He dies. Movie ends. Yeah. <laughs> the arrow at the end, did you did you see that coming at all? No. Yeah. No. Very wild. And then the movie pff, abruptly ends right at that. And I guess it's just like, you know, the food chain, like there's always going to be somebody out there, but like, Oh, so either you know what? This... Now that you're saying that, the, the other woman had to be real, right? Well, it's either her or someone we don't know, which is... Also true. No, 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 because she had, like, a crossbow thing that she pointed at Zeph. Yeah, so... I think it's Probably, yeah. yeah. So then what in this movie is not real? Just the scorpion crawling into his chest? Everything else is real? Yeah. I don't know. I think he starts, like, a hallucinate in this... He definitely starts to hallucinate there. Okay. And before, but now you're saying, like, yeah, like, is the plane real? Did he really build the shelter? Because if the girls are, then he definitely encountered them, and she she sees the plane and taps on it. Because I feel like in a movie where he's hallucinating things, they would probably... I'm inclined to actually believe that most of this is real, because I feel like 
the movie doesn't do anything in terms of tipping its hand to say, like, here's, like, a breaking point. Like, here's a point where, like, this is, like, a very clear, like, hard cut or, like, he falls asleep or whatever. Like, something where it's just, like, oh, that's where he died. And, like, we never come back to it at the end. We're just, like, oh, like, this is actually what you've been missing. Like, a fight club kind of thing, right? Just, like, well, oh, this does, is how the movie. But he does, like, take naps and, like, it, like, becomes new days. So, like. We could we could believe that he died at any point in this thing, right? right? Which I think, yeah. But I think if if that happened, we would probably have gone back to show that, like, oh, what you thought was this or whatever. Like they show him like talking to or like yelling at dogs or yelling at that woman, and like there's nobody there. He's like losing his mind. But like we don't see any of that. So I think because we're not told explicitly that any of this is fake, it's probably real, real. But I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, that it's fair. I can't argue against it. Overall, did you like this movie? Did you? I mean, I think his performance is great, but did you like the movie overall or no? I actually really, really did. I was surprised at how much I liked this movie. I thought the premise was really cool. I liked that it was short, right? Um, I liked that there was very few actors and it showcased Zeph, like, prominently. Yep. It, it, it was making me think a lot, so that was cool. Yep. You know, like, what would you do if you found a big thing of gold? Like, when they're like, oh, should I go or should you go? Should we both go? Like, how do we leave this here? What if somebody else finds it? Yeah, it was like all of these things. It was it was thought-provoking for a pretty simple premise. Sure. I think, like, us having this conversation now, like, I didn't know what what parts of this he's hallucinating, what parts of this aren't there aren't. In the play of, like, having the same either having the same woman or her twin sister play, I don't know, I'm assuming it's the same person, just, like, play, like, the twin sister to, like, kind of, it's a nice touch to make you start questioning it, right? Like, that's, like, an interesting, it's not like, oh, like, there was another lady that showed up. It's, like, it's the same fucking lady shows up again after you murdered this lady and buried her twice, and you're also, you know he's kind of drifting and, like, dehydrated and stuff, so, like, what is what? It does feel like the right way to go about doing this is that you both go get the excavator. You, I think that that's you it. You stumbled across this in the middle yeah. of nowhere in the wilderness. Nobody else has found it. It's going to be safe. Uh, so that's the thing. Do you Because it was like in this pile of rocks and because there was this plane that we later see, it kind of felt to me like this had been found. Maybe, but like... Because they bury it there. Yeah, you put, like, a bunch of rocks on top of it. Yeah, I guess it's, like, it's like if okay, we have to go get an excavator. If we come back and there's some dudes there with an excavator, then we either kill them or we're like, yep. hey, we're going to share. You know what I mean? Like, or we yeah. kill them or they kill us. Like, it's going to go down like this, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that, like, the ultimate thing would have been, like, hey, you and I are a fucking team now. Yep. Yep. And we're, like, handcuffed together. Like, we we sleep one eye open looking at each other. That's fine. But, like, we're both going to go get an excavator. We're both going to come back. And, like, that's what's going to happen. But Which I, is still a movie. It's just a different movie. It is, yeah. And I also don't think that you could be, like, because, like, if they go back into town, how does he not, like, you know, like, li- tell his buddy on the way, like, kill this fucking guy as soon as he comes in, right? So I don't know how you do it. This is all the things I was thinking about as I'm watching this. Yeah. Here's a quote from the director. Okay. This is an exciting, gripping, and timely tale about greed, humanity, who we are, and what we've done to the world, and where we're heading if we aren't careful. To have Zac Efron as my main man in this film is an absolute gift, and to see what he is creating already is like nothing we've seen from him before. I can't wait to deliver this bold, visceral, and cinematic film to audiences all around the world. 
pretty so cool. So it clip. opened in 10 theaters in Australia, which is not very many at all. It made no. $2,700, which, it's again, nothing. not very good. But it does have, after five reviews, 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. So everybody thinks it's a good movie. There's I that. think it's a very good movie. I think that, and like like we said, this this felt like Zeph's kind of pivot point to me, which I was also thinking about during the movie, that like he's playing an adult, he's playing a more serious role, this seems like a film that he wanted to do from everything else we know about him. It's kind of a weird movie, and like, if you wanted to do this, fucking send it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Is there Did anything you like else this about movie? this? Did, is there... I like the movie. I liked Zeph a lot, and I think he's great. I think the movie is okay, but I think he's really good in it. So I think, especially if you're listening to an, a podcast about Zac Efron, it's worth finding and worth watching because he's really good. And this is the kind of thing the Robert Pattinson thing where we're like, let's see him be things that aren't drunk, not drunk, but like shirtless party frat brood. Yeah. Yeah. Party party frat bro. Right. So exactly. So like, I was very impressed with that too. So it kind of did. I mean, yeah, no. And I honestly think it's a good movie. It was like, it's not enough for me to like recommend random friends to watch it, but it's good enough that I'm like, I will think about that and I won't, I won't forget it. Yeah. I think that's a good way to say it. You want to watch the trailer for this movie? I would like to. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, so it's on YouTube. It is Gold Trailer 2022, Zac Efron, posted by One Media. I think it was posted recently. When was this posted? Had to be December 7th. Where's the date? Why do I not see the date? December 7th, right next to I believe you. Underneath I don't see the that. title. Uh, oh, maybe if... I'm in... Oh, like... yeah, okay, yeah. 2.1 million views. When when you... I have, I have the side-by-side side next to Audacity recording, like, the date goes away, so who knows? But yes, Gold Trailer 2022 posted a little under two months ago. Are you ready to watch? Whenever you are, tell me to click play. Three, two, one, play. Okay. Madman Altitude. Oh, by the way, the like, the scenery in this movie is here. fucking gorgeous. Yeah. To take me to the compound? The compound. That's what he keeps saying. The compound. From the west, right? I think that's what it's I said. Pretty bad out there no, we said out. commune... Folks turning on each other. So why the compound? Seems a strange place to be heading. Once in a lifetime opportunity. That misdirect what of them telling you they're going to the compound here. and not going to the Look compound is interesting too. Yeah. That's gold. Wait, it's not a pile of gold! Okay. <laughs> that guy says like eight other words in that scene, they're all fucks. So they, they edited out all the swears from that. Yeah. But he's like, we fucking found gold! Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, woo! <laughs> Watch water. Trailer's good. It also feels like there's way more water. I feel like the water might not be real because there's so much. He has so much water because he's like he's chugging the water at certain points. It feels like he always has water, even though like there's no water, right? Uh, No, he has like a he has like what a jerry can of it, but I guess. Also, we just drink a ton of water. It's true. You know what I like about this movie overall is that there's a lot of movies that had to, that like COVID either inspired or changed or whatever. And this is, it's kind of about a pandemic maybe after the fact or whatever, but like it doesn't feel like a pandemic movie. Like it just feels like it's a movie that we had to make during the pandemic or we could make, but like it could have been made at any point. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't feel like two people trapped in their house like we need to figure out if we're still going to be married after this is all over it's just like well come on like what yeah, are we doing yeah or like oh i have to deal with the death of my grandma from covid it's like no it was just like it's a post apocalyptic world we don't know why how what whatever doesn't really matter 
It could be COVID, could not be. Who knows? A lot of good comments on the YouTube thing. Rogue Spiegel says, I don't know how good the film is going to be, but I'm definitely going to watch it simply because Zac Efron just seems like he won't give up as an actor. I'm not a fan of his or anything. However, the dude's always trying to challenge himself and push his limits, and that's admirable. That's very cool. That's a, wow. The internet being a good place for once. What a strange thing. Director, okay, Zach, how shitty you want to look in this film? Zach, Oscar nomination shitty. Okay. <laughs> um, I also feel like there's a lot, like, with, like, crushed like teen idol people like Zeph. like i was the the outro music for this is a song that got stuck in my head while watching the movie it's the harry styles golden i think rachel's played it for me before i think it's so. good okay. that whole album's great but the the top comment on that and no 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 offense to to one direction fans but it's from 1d forever and it's got twenty four thousand upvotes and it just says i feel like he's exactly the person he's wanted to be for so long it's like that doesn't mean anything like what are you saying <laughs> But I feel like it's just like like sometimes with like teen idols, like the the positivity bubbles to the top because there are just so many people like you're you're speaking. We think the same way. Like, isn't it great that Harry is finally able to be Harry? It's like, isn't Zeph? He look look how good he is, right? So I mean, we we agree, but like it's still funny as opposed to people leaving comments on ours like MF or whatever. So yeah, MF and uh, motor mouths and all this bullshit. Yes. Uh, Google game we can't play because there's nothing creative, unfortunately. It's like trailer, summary, where to watch, how to watch. So we can't do the Google game, but we can play Letterboxd. Okay. So for reference sake, ooh, wouldn't it be fun? You know what, Joe? What? It had to happen on this one. For reference sake, Mad Max Fury Road, one of the most popular films on Letterboxd, has been seen by 1,994,000 members. So it's not a too fast episode we break that news on. It's Zack Attack. So Mad Max Fury Road. Do I have to be excited when when it happens on too fast? You can do whatever you want. Either way, it's up to you. Okay. Gold, 2022, directed by Anthony Hayes, starring Zeph and Anthony Hayes and Susie Porter. Good luck. Has been seen by how many people? 25. No, you're too low. 125. You're still too low. A mm, thousand? Too high. One yeah, more you guess. Know, it's it's $2,700 in fucking theaters. 200. 576. 576 people have seen this movie. Average rating of 2.9. Most common a 3, then a 2.5, then a 3.5. How many out of those 576 have it in their top four? None. Zero. Too low. One? One, we are going to go to DWBMOC at DWBMOC, whose picture on Letterbox is of Zac Efron drinking something from Starbucks. Oh. This person has logged this movie three times already. Jesus, holy shit, how? I think one was based on the trailer. Okay. And then, what they say about the trailer? Oh my god, the trailer for this just dropped in TBH. I wasn't really excited for this, but now I am LMAO. The Oscar campaign starts now. Okay. But this is Gold watched two days ago on the 25th. I don't know how to do scorecards, but let's try. I'll use numbers instead of words. Scorecard. Cinematography. 10. Acting. 10. Dialogue. 6.5. It's not that good, but also, I thought they only used what was fair. Story. 8. Editing. 10. Score. Soundtrack. 10. Pacing. 7. Sound design emotion, 10. Blocking choreography, 9. Costume, set, makeup, VFX, environment, 10. 90 and a half out of 100, 4.5. Eh, fuck it. I really like this. I'm going to give it 5 for now. Ooh. Looking forward to rewatching it on the big screen or somewhere with better quality because this Wi-Fi sucks. Okay. So then, 
I was going to play this person because they're the only person that's in the top four anyway, but then they also have 2020 ranked, and it's this is number one of two, but also, of note, Zephron ranked. This person is ranking Zeph's films, so... Does it have pretty... all of them? Does it have the... Like, no. Or... Okay. It's close. They're at 27, and my list is at, like, 29. They also had on here, if you lived here, you'd be home now. Remember that, like, short film that we watched with... Uh, Jennifer Coolidge, where she plays his mom. They play. They live in that like weird housing complex in L.A. Do you remember that at all or no? No, I don't remember that at all. I remember the movie about the housing complex in L.A. where they where he did go, but it was a documentary and didn't have him in it. The Hollywood complex. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't know which one there, which two they're missing, but I'm at my list is at thirty now. I have gold ten. I have it in the top ten. Neighbors, Beach Bum, High School Musical two, We Are Your Friends, Charlie St. Cloud, Neighbors two. Greatest Showman, Extremely Wicked, 17 again, gold. Yeah, that's a, that's a good list. I like that. Solid top 10. Yeah. Okay. So this person who is ranking Zeph's movies, who also, since I logged the movie two hours ago, liked the review and now follows me, because I guess they're also just a Zeph super fan. So DWBMOC, number one favorite movie, as of right now, gold. Okay. Number two, another movie we covered on this podcast. High School Summer Party. I mean, sorry, High School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brian's in my brain. Uh, yes, but which one? Two. No. First one. No. Three. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. It's a wild choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some some might disagree. This person has that. That's their favorite Zef movie, and then Gold is number two, and then Zephantine again is number three. So okay, that's pretty wild. Okay, so number three and four are movies that I think. I think you can guess number three is a movie that came out in last year that is getting lots of buzz that stars someone who's been in the news for other reasons. Good news, not like canceled news, but like okay. stars a guy who's been in the news for other reasons. But this movie itself is really good. It's getting a lot of buzz and probably Oscar buzz too. Came out on Netflix. Is it The Rock and is it Red Notice? No. Good movie. <laughs> good movie. The Red Notice wasn't bad. I know, but like that's not going to get any Oscars. <sighs> Somebody that's in the news. Uh-huh. That we actually talked about on the most recent episode of Too Fast. Really? Yeah, that I gave a spoiler alert about. Uh, you gave a spoiler alert about Indiana Jones. I know, but another one, too. <laughs> Spider-Man, Tom Holland. A different one. A different dude or a different movie? Tom Holland, but a different movie? Nope, nope, nope. The other, the other, other one. Right movie, wrong dude. Zendaya? No, not a dude. Wrong dude. Spoiler alert about a certain dude. Oh, Andrew Garfield. Yep. What movie was he in last year other than a thing, spoiler alert? No, I have no idea. I didn't even know that he did. Go ahead, what? He was in Tick, Tick, Boom, which oh, okay. Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote music for. That's Maybe right. even I think he also directed, but it's a Netflix movie that's great. Yeah, Rachel watched it, yet, but I'm it very much looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. So that's DWB's number three movie, Tick, Tick, Boom. And the number four is a movie that might have, mm, it took longer to make this movie than just about any movie ever. Boyhood. Boyhood, yes. Good clue. That was a good guess, too. Gold, High School Musical 3, Senior Year, Tick, Tick, Boom, and Boyhood. Cool. Good top four. Yeah, that's that's not too bad. I like that. Joe, fire-ass titles. Rename Gold in the High School Musical, because, like, Gold is pretty good. <laughs> that's I mean, that's why I was just laughing, because, like, 
I I don't know if you could get more direct than that. I mean, dirt? Um, Brown? Water. No water? Yeah, dry. P is also gold. Golden shower? Yeah, I already said golden shower. But not in this game. Um, uh, hallucinations? Real? With a question mark? Killing Zac Efron? (laughs) Yeah, well, isn't that? Yeah, that's the name of the show. Perfect. Yep. Down to Earth? Yeah, like a lot of other things could basically apply to this. Down to Earth is a good one, too. Yeah, I forgot the names. I forget the names of these shows. So, yes, very, very good. Um, I don't think Three Men and a Baby really applies. I don't think the greatest beer run ever really applies. Firestarter Firestarter does apply. He starts fires in this movie, so. That does. How about Lost? I did write down, Zeph finds a crash plane. What is this, Lost? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought, too. And when I started out on the train, I was like, this looks so much like the train that uh, Dom, Brian, and Mia meet up on that they drive off of. In five? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Uh, Yeah, I think Lost. Solid. Lost, Lost is a solid title. So, okay, so now we have Crying and Shirtless. We guessed Human Discoveries, that Facebook watch show that we never actually watched, because... Okay. We could guess Firestarter, or Greatest Beer Run Ever, or Three Men and a Baby. I feel like the most likely to be next is Firestarter. Do you want to guess Firestarter, Crying and Shirtless? Uh, confirmed, e- not crying, not shirtless in this movie at all, right? Yeah, Um. I think in Firestarter, he is actually a fireman and he's looking for the fire bug because there's an arson that keeps lighting stuff on fire around town. Uh, I think that he puts like his third fire in a in a row out and he comes home. I, th- I think he has a wife and he like is covered in soot and he just like strips his fireman things off. It's like very sensual. He like takes a shower and he like puts his like hand on the wall and like head on the the side of the shower. You know, like of the course, dude. classic movie thing. Yep, classic movie thing. And it just runs down because he can't find out who is starting all of these fires. Who is the fire starter? And, and that like his wife is like, look, like you you know like it's not your job to. You're not a detective. You're just a fireman. And he's like, but you don't know how this makes me feel and then he cries when he's trying to explain to her that he he feels so helpless just fighting the fires and not preventing the fires and then Smokey the bear pops out and goes only you can prevent forest fires <laughs> okay i feel like smoky the bear is probably not in the stephen king universe but maybe he is i don't know very possible Maybe he is. Do you know what this book is about? Like, is it, does it have no, anything to do I, with... I might be conflating with Carrie, but I think it's like a young girl telepathy. Well, hold on. Do I have it here? A young girl tries to understand how she mysteriously gained the power to set things on fire with her mind. Yeah, okay. So oh, I think, cool. Yeah, I think he's... I, I'm guessing... I might have read this forever ago, because it's not in that description. I did not read anything else about it today. I think maybe he plays her dad? Oh, Zeph is Would a dad. Cool. That's weird. And I, could, I feel like he could cry... Because his daughter is crying. They're crying together because she's, like, so scared of her powers. And he's crying sympathetically with her. Yeah. Yeah. Shirtless. How is a dad going to be shirt? I guess it's just, you know, the mom's out of the picture. But new what? New girlfriend, new mom, new mom possibly. And there's just a sex scene. Because, of course, you need to get Zeph shirtless. Oh, okay. 
that works. But the, the daughter hates the mom. And what if, what as, if the daughter sets his clothes on fire because she walks in on them having sex? Like oh, about that's also to. fair. I was going to say, like, she does not like, you know, new mom, quote-unquote new mom, or whatever. And as she's driving away one time, the daughter sets her car on fire. But that's after Zeph was shirtless. So, like, she doesn't set Zeph's shirt on I, I would like that. That would be good to, to yeah. set a shirt on fire. But <laughs> This shirt is on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it just breaks into there's a musical number in the middle of it. Didn't we just sing that recently on Too Fast? And I don't remember why. Like maybe a week or two ago. I don't know. This is it. Just runs through my head all the time. Every Tuesday, Too Fast, Too Forever, and Too Fast, Too Forever dot com for bonus episodes on our Patreon. Again, we've said this before on the Scoob episode. If you're not listening to Too Fast, go listen to Too Fast. It's the same thing, just about different movies. We're just doing this here because it's Zeph. And skip, but... skip the fucking Fast and the Furious ones. Just go listen, just listen to, to the... the first half. Yeah, listen, listen to the first half. Listen to the first half or pick a movie that's not a Fast and the Furious movie because we like have made it to the point where we just... Every other week. Yeah, every other week we pick a movie that's not Fast and the Furious and I'm sure that there's one of them out there that you might be intrigued about. So I don't think we, we... We've not covered, though, any Zeph or Gosling... Wait, did we do Drive? Do we do Drive for... We didn't do Drive for Too Fast, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think at all. Or Channing. We haven't done any of these... Uh, any of our hunks over on Too Fast. Like, there, there are movies that apply, but... We should we gotta do... do the, we gotta do At Any Price, his race car one with Micah Monroe. Oh, we gotta do this over yeah, there. that's true. With the seeds, right? Yeah. Who, whose seeds? What? Why do you have to keep buying seeds if you have seeds? The yeah. seeds are illegal. God, what a weird movie. Yeah, go check that out. Too Fast, Too Forever, every Tuesday, wherever you get podcasts. But for all things Zack Attack, you go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash, I guess, Too Fast, Too Forever. I don't yeah, know, whatever. Exactly. At Too Fast, Too Forever on Twitter and Instagram. Email us, Attack at cageclub.me. Come back next time for probably Firestarter, maybe, sometime this year. I don't know. Who knows? We'll figure it out together. Go check out Too Fast. As this episode comes out, the next one of those will come out is... Tokyo Drift, we're talking about for the 10th time. So true, true. That's a great one to watch if you've never seen a Fast and Furious movie. Star with Tokyo Drift is a great one. Kind of feels, yeah, it's close to a Zac Efron movie, I think, in ways. It's high school movie. High school, there's, it's a, and there's music. Exactly. High school music. Oh. Yep. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe, too. And only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs>